Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Fox and the Clown podcast. You may recognize my voice. I am an witness protection for things that were discussed earlier. For the cold case. But you may call me Nigel Silverspoon. Nigel Silverspoon. I am glad to be here as today's guest. I guess, so did they give you that name in witness protection uh, in order to (laughs) throw people off the trail? Of course, of course. Okay, because it seems like a really fucking strange name that they might give you. I thought that name might have been like, it sounds like the name of a cryptid hunter, actually. Well, that is my cover job, which is why I'm joining you on the podcast today Mm. to talk about cryptid. It's true. I mean, we 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 needed to reach out to you because if you listen to last week's podcast, you know that uh, Tavoy kind of lives in an area that has a close encounter with the cryptid we talked about. So we're gonna whoa, need to get some whoa, confirmation whoa, later whoa. in the show. Wait, who's Tavoy? Okay, <laughs> we're gonna have to censor that out. We're gonna have to fucking censor that out already. Okay, All right, okay. but regardless. Welcome on the podcast. Um, I think it'll be a good podcast today. <laughs> I hope so. Well, today is episode three of Cryptober. Uh, and we're going to be going down the last third of this little list here of all the uh, cryptids of each state. So this is the finale. It is. It's the finale. Uh, but uh, we're really excited to close it out. But first, we have to. We have some issues that we ha- that we need to get off our chest with a certain individual from the ridge. The yeah, ridge. it's it's true. Uh, I'm sure Tavoy remembers um, of a sponsorship we were inquired about a couple weeks back by this dude named Sebastian at the Ridge. I do um, remember that, yeah. I yeah, it, have seen a couple Ridge wallets ads ooh. in my day, so. Wait, you know people I, with the Ridge wallet? I mean, I've just seen ads around, like on Facebook. Oh, okay. You know, my roommate actually has a Ridge or not my roommate, my lab mate has a Ridge wallet. Um, and so I might have to ask him if he if he has any intel on this guy that we're going to be talking about. Um, but Sebastian, he reached out to us, as you know, about the Ridge wallet, and then he reached out again to us, like we talked about. On 9-11. Kind of yeah. And so we decided to send an email to him. We said, we don't have much of a YouTube following. However, you we have a that. podcast. I, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I opened up yeah. with a negative. Never opened up with a negative. But um, we said, hey, we've got this podcast. We've got a young audience. I'm down to talk with you. Although I will and, say, I will say, you know, he was asking us about our YouTube audience, but that just shows that he doesn't even know who the fuck we are. <laughs> he's just out. He's like a cop on, like, the last week of his whatever it is when it you know you know what i'm talking about where they just give out tickets left and right yeah they've got that quota to meet yeah he's got to meet his quota 
and it, frankly, is very disrespectful of you, Sebastian. Whoa, whoa! I think he, I think he might be. I think it's just a testament to how far your message spreads. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Nope, not true. No, don't say being, that. No, because he doesn't know. He's disconnected with the people. He doesn't that know we're true. not on. We're not on YouTube. Well, I mean, he must we're have heard Spotify. people talking about us on the streets, at least. It's true. I mean, that's where most of our information gets disseminated into the people, and he's clearly not out there if he's not oh, getting the correct stuff. Oh, you're right. He probably heard this from like his his chauffeur, his or daughter, or something. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, he might have. Why? Wait, why his daughter? Have you been? <laughs> no. Okay, never mind. Never mind. You might be doing some strange activities with the podcast's name associated Whoa. with it. However, <laughs> however, what I'm saying is this. Um, this guy, he reached out to us. He clearly doesn't know where we're at. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on um, Anchor. We're, we're doing the thing. We're not on YouTube. And this guy's talking about YouTube. You know? You're right. Yeah. It's insincere. It's true. It's insincere. And because of that, today on the podcast, and he probably won't hear this because I don't think he listens to the podcast. <laughs> um we're we're not we don't have anything against the ridge i think we think the ridge at least i think the ridge makes nice products right yeah i think so Um, too but i mean it might help if we got some actually to sort of test out it's true we need to make sure and we might even rescind uh our following statements if we got some ridge products some minimalist products um for the show but um we're calling sebastian from the ridge out right now uh we we saw your linkedin we're not liking what we're seeing we're not liking what you're bringing to the table so we're calling you out sebastian that's true you better watch out sebastian the following is large the freak show is coming the freak show is coming for you the carnies are gonna you know they're out in full force right now especially near halloween yeah uh, is where our power is strongest um, and send us an email responding to this and potentially sending us a couple of minimalist products if you have the time you know that's all i'm saying <laughs> or else or else it's true <laughs> or else so moving on before we actually get into this list uh we recently talked about a cryptid uh that was sort of local to our guest's location here. Yes, indeed. Very local, actually. Now, do, you, I, uh, do you remember the name of this cryptid? Yeah, of course. The Beast of Bladenboro. Oh, yeah. It is a part of my culture. Well, I, please explain. As, of course, of course. So, every year around Halloween, like the Saturday before Halloween... Except for this year, of course. They hold a festival centered around the Beast of Bladenboro. And we call it the Beast Fest. And it is amazing. It's like the state fair in my hometown. It's not as big as the state fair. But my hometown is pretty small. So I guess it's kind of the same. But people will go and dress up in Halloween costumes. And scare little kids while this is going on. They have like local talent come out and perform 
and they have a bunch of fair food and stuff. It's pretty legit. I remember one time I went, I was with some friends, and it was when I was a little bit younger. I got separated from my friends, and this man with a really pale face and like hair like crimson, crimson. comes up to me. And he asks me, he says, child, what ails you? What the hell? And before I can answer, he points in a direction. And the direction is an alley. He tells me to go into the alley. Oh my God. And this man is like super, I don't know, just like demon-like. I don't know if it was the lights of the festival, but his whole thing face was completely red now is this a safe for work story it is it is safe okay i'm just checking because sometimes you never know with these alleyways yeah his face (laughs) has started out pale but after he pointed it was like he had this eerie red glow and i went there i went to the alley because i wasn't going to defy him and my friends were there so he led me to my friends and ever since we wake up in the morning and we say thank you red scare oh my god for reuniting me with my friends the red scare was there that's what they i mean that's what my mom said i described them and she was like tavoy that's the red scare so your mom said that what the fuck i (laughs) I guess as long as we've known him, the Red Scare hasn't seemed to have aged, I mean, that much, <laughs> now that true. you mention it. You I know? was just, we were just actually in a Zoom call with the Red Scare, not drawing up. Oh, I see. I mean, I mean, he looks, he was always kind of tall well, for his age as a young boy. Well, it's is it the same Red Scare? Because I've heard tale that there are multiple Red Scare. I don't know if you're into comics, but there are multiple Jokers, oh, and you never know which Joker is the Joker that's doing the crime, so there may be multiple Red Scares. I mean, I'm no cryptic scientist, but if I were, my name would be Nigel Silverspoon. Mm. I mean, it's true. We haven't heard anything... I mean, we don't. We just simply don't know enough information about the Red Scare. We just found out about it kind of locally again in North Carolina, so it's interesting that they're both both reported cases have been in North Carolina. Um, yeah, I wonder what their life cycle is like. Uh, if they're yeah, what they're doing, what they like to do. So it's very strange. Wow. We gotta go down to this fucking festival. <laughs> we do. Maybe. I mean. It'll be hard for me to make it down, but at least you can make it down, maybe with someone to replace me, like uh, Tavoy to be a, a liaison, and maybe Mizuki to to corroborate some cases of I things see. happening. We'll definitely have to do it. Uh, obviously, they're yeah. not having it anytime soon because of this fucking uh, pandemic. We've got a different type of scare out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But yeah, that's really fucking awesome. I didn't know anything about that. I, I'm glad NC has something that we can sort of lay claim to. 
mm-hmm. and sort of uh, I don't know. I, I like having I like having a mascot cryptid that's not just yeah. something bland yeah. or like you know overused like Bigfoot. Even though apparently we do have a shit ton of Bigfoot sightings. Yeah, it kind of puts us on the map as far as cryptids go. It's no mini washi too, but you know, it's the yeah. best we got. Yeah. But uh, if you would like to start us off, Tavoy, with this oh. new list of cryptids. Uh, yeah, so we are at number 35 now. Number 35. So, the Loveland Frog from Loveland, Ohio. A lot of Ohio. A, human, a humanoid four-foot frog apparently hangs out on the sides of roads in Loveland at night. And it will stand up on its hind legs, wave a wand over its head, and shoot sparks to deter humans? (laughs) (laughs) What? It took a very magical turn at the end. It did, yeah. Maybe... What if this was just Florida Man on vacation? And some guy who was, like, on shrooms saw him. I mean, it could be true. The the sparks over the head. I know sparks are kind of a mystical effect you might get when on some hallucinogens. Uh, I'd like to point out also that this is another cryptid associated with Ohio. That I mean, frogs are green. Potentially, this green cryptid That's from Ohio, true. four foot long. He's not particularly tall either. We've got a lot of signals pointing to some strange coincidences associated with people we know from Ohio. We gotta get, we gotta get Yuki back on the podcast, and ask him about this. He could be like your live cryptid correspondent, <laughs> the cryptid ambassador. Or I think also what would help us before we get him on the podcast is creating some type of like uh, connection map between these cryptids uh. associated with each other. Mm. Um, because we've got the one from the Ohio River, we've got the Kentucky Goblins that showed up at the same time. Now we've got this frog type deal going on. I do want to say, uh, I said it could have been Florida Man, but that's just because I remember that earlier today I was watching Obama give a speech, and I swear to God, he said Florida Man in that speech. He did. <laughs> Were you watching he did. it? No, I was not. I I was, yes. Okay. So Florida Man confirmed is alive and real. It's true. You know, we've got Florida Man in office right now. <laughs> so we do have a Floridian in the office, yeah. Maybe we should call him up. Hmm. Maybe he's a Loveland frog in disguise. <laughs> Or he could be, he appears to be kind of slimy at times. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Yeah. But regardless, coming from Beaver, Oklahoma, next we have the Men in Black at Shaman's Portal. And it says, Beaver Dunes Park is the Bermuda Triangle of Oklahoma, with weird disappearances dating back as far as uh, Coronado's time. Jesus Christ. Who the Uh, fuck is that? (laughs) <laughs> you, I think he was a Spanish explorer that came to the United States. I might be wrong, but I think that's true. Or, you know, to South America, maybe. 
uh, or Central America, something like that. Um, but it says, when his men disappeared in the flashes of green light, and that's a continuation from the last sentence, in recent times, archaeologists have been chased away from the site by mysterious government officials. According to superstition, anyone who learns anything about what's truly buried underneath the sand disappears. So it's more so the thing that's buried that is this sort of strange entity and not the men in black. Mm. Well, the men in black get you, then they hold that little pin in front of your eye and they warp, they, they wipe your mind. And then they, maybe they, they maybe they kill you, just straight up kill you. Well, or maybe they plant you somewhere else. And then kill me. What I'm interested in is that um, it says, with weird disappearances dating back as far as Coronado's time, when his men disappeared in flashes of green light. And so, is it saying that this has something to do with the things buried in the in the sand? Um. Or and are the government officials actually government officials, or are they some, or are they the cryptid? You know, are they the mm. strange entity? That's I don't true. know. Mm. I just I mean, assume at, they were government. Yeah. So moving on, we have the bandaged man from Cannon Beach, Oregon. It should be Oregon. Yeah. Okay. The ghost of a logger who died in a grisly sawmill accident attacks cars and terrorizes teenagers. The smell of rotting flesh predicts a visit. So he's a zombie? I don't know. It seems like, to me, and this is just me, I mean, with the name The Bandaged Man, he just seems like a really shitty version of The Mummy. <laughs> He's like the Netflix adaptation of the the mummy. <laughs> yeah, it's true, the, and he's the Hollywood remake. Bollywood. He's known for attacking cars. <laughs> Bollywood, so he's dancing. <laughs> so he's known for attacking cars and terrorizing teenagers. I think that's been a theme of this list: is terrorizing teenagers. For some reason, they seem to be the target demographic for a lot of these cryptids. Well, they're always up to no good. Yeah, it's true. They're kind of out late doing God knows what um, in the WalMarts of the of <laughs> rural America. Ratting it up. Probably antagonizing these cryptids. All right, so next is Charlie No-Face from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Rumors of a murder, a murderous faceless man roaming the streets at night were based on a real-life person who'd suffered an extreme accident that destroyed his face. He wasn't, as it turns out, a murderer. He walked at night because he wanted to get fresh air and be left alone. The legend stuck. Oh my god. That's fucking tragic, man. That's fucking awesome. This poor man. This poor guy just wants... You know, he doesn't even want to be seen in the light of day. Right? He just wants to get some fresh air at night. And people, you know, pose him as a murderer. Serializing him as some sort of mythical being that kills you. Yeah. 
How unfortunate. But also, <laughs> it could be really cool. Charlie, man. Poor Charlie. Now, do you? How do you feel about Charlie No Face to the way? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I can't hear anyone. Hello. Oh, hello. I just randomly heard Tavoy. All right, we have technical difficulties. Uh, okay, yes. But uh, I think everyone's I think everyone's back now. <laughs> we right? Yeah. Yeah. These yeah, I, man. I think this. I mean, it's around that time when the, the you know, kind of come out. paranormal activity is the highest. Okay, but it, so we're all back together, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, did anyone else have anything to say on Charlie No Face? R.I.P. Charlie. R.I.P. R.I.P. Charlie, man. It's tragic what happened to you. He's got such an um, insulting name, too. Charlie No Face? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. That, that's like a name that a kid would, like a bully would give to another kid, you know? Yeah. What the fuck, man? I bet people threw um, rocks at him. I bet they did. I mean, look at those dents on his face. Those are probably <laughs> from fucking rocks that people are throwing at him. It looks at like least his on nose his chin. Like fucking broken too. Yeah, Jesus Christ, he's got a. Yeah, that's really sad. Um, yeah, we're praying for Charlie out there. Now, what's interesting is next we have um, Mercy Brown, the vampire from Bucksport, Rhode Island, um, and we had a Bucksport on the last episode as well. Um, yeah, it was Colonel Buck's tomb from Bucksport, I believe. And now we've got a different Bucksport. It says, uh, outbreaks of tuberculosis caused a vampire scare in 19 or in 1892 when a full family contracted the disease. While most of her family's bodies decomposed, Mercy's body seems to be frozen in time, making people suspect she was a vampire. While it was obviously superstition, the legend persisted. Yes, you. I have no idea. I have no idea what you just said. Okay. So I'm probably not going to read it again because my audio is probably recording fine. I think I got the general Um, idea. Yeah. Yeah. As as long as you guys can read and and know what the what this chick Mercy Brown the vampire was doing, it's okay. So, real quick, it seems there's government interference with our video, our, our voice chat. I think that means we're getting closer to the truth. The, the fucking men in black are tapping our Discord call. Whoa, you're right. We mentioned them by name? It's true. Shaman's portal, they're creating a portal to the call and they're, they're trying to interfere. Um, or... It could be part of a different theory that me and Don V have been talking about about Discord trying to silence our voices. <laughs> trying to censor it, us. It's fucking with you. <laughs> it it really just cut out right, right when I said that. To, defend, to like call okay. them out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are fucking roboting the fuck out right now. 
Hello? Are you good? To where? Are you good? <laughs> I cannot believe Discord is trying to ruin the podcast. I think yes, she's okay. dead. <laughs> it says my connection is really not good. Fuck, the FBI and along with Discord, teaming up with Discord. Alright. Fucking you up right now. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh shit. Hello? Let's uh let's actually go to the Fox and the Clown server. Yoshi. It says he's speaking, but I can't hear him. He's not speaking for me. I don't think this solved our problem. Okay. Hello. I I'm I'm back. I had to for some reason, like we said, Discord, I think now we have definitive proof that it's trying to silence our platform. <laughs> Um, because I, I've had to mess around with my settings once again. Um, well, luckily, but now it's good. Well, luckily now we've moved to a secure location in the Fox yes. and the Clown Discord channel. I have multiple firewalls that pre to prevent any outside interference, and we should be good to record. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so... I think this cryptid, Mercy Brown, has been bad luck. So let's go ahead and move on to the next one. And I think Yoshi skipped me by accident uh, on no. Mercy Brown. Are you sure? Actually, I don't know. It was chaos no. back there, man. I think, I think we've been going Tavoy, <laughs> me, you. Okay. So Tavoy had yeah, no right. face. I, yeah, I had Mercy Brown. You have this. Alright, so. Boo Hags from southern coastal region of South Carolina. Uh, Gula, Gula folklore tells us about evil souls who stay behind after death and become skinless vampire-like witches. Who take other people's skin for a ride? What yeah. the fuck, man? Like fucking sledding on people's These... skins. I like, like this the image depicts. <laughs> I think you're interpreting this differently, man. No, I can't. <laughs> so I'm guessing what they mean by take it for a ride is they skin people. Um. 
and then they wear the skin because they're skinless. Like they're they're taking them for a ride, you know. Well, in the image, it looks like they're riding. They're getting ready to ride them down a hill. <laughs> I mean, that's oh. true. I'm not gonna deny that, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, I, it's I'm very just connecting scary. the dots. It is. I for one like the Boo Hags. I like the name. I don't like South Carolina, sure. but I like <laughs> vampires and going for a ride. Mm-hmm. He likes going for a ride, man. I can't blame a man for liking going for a ride. The Boo Hags. <laughs> I mean. It doesn't say a name of like a city or anything like like the other ones. It says Southern Coastal Region. Yeah, I'm guessing um, that just means like maybe some of the the older women from uh, Georgia are like creeping up into South Carolina. Maybe something yeah, like it, that. R.I.P. Georgia. I mean, it could be true, but South Carolina's got their own set of problems. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was just a South Carolinian mm. thing. Could be. How long do you think? So people talk about lizards, sh- like shape shifting lizards, mm-hmm. controlling the government. What about the boo hags? That's true. Shape shifting boo hags. I mean, Lindsey Graham could be somewhat of a boo hag <laughs> himself. We don't know. You know. Could be wearing some sh- strapping lad skin. For all we know. My God. That's true. We may never know if everything goes according to plan. It's okay. I'm sure Alex Jones at InfoWars.com will bring us the information that we need and we will out all of these boo hags. It's true. Finally, once and for all. Okay, next is Walking Sam from Pine Ridge Indian Reservation and South Dakota. A seven foot tall specter whose job it is to collect the souls of suicide victims stalks lonely, depressed adolescents. Perhaps he's an explanation for the alarmingly high suicide rates in the area or the few recent attempts at mass suicide. Slenderman. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say this is just Slenderman. It does appear to be the case. I mean, looking at this guy, he's just his silhouette kind of looks like that. Um, but it also kind of humanizes him, I feel like. Um, humanizes? Yeah. Oh, I oh, never feel empathy for some reason. Like, he's, he's just kind of in the forest stalking these lonely, depressed adolescents, um, collecting their souls. He almost seems like... Um, like uh, someone who's simply trying to guide people to the other, to the other realm. Maybe he's lonely. Maybe he's like Charlie No Face and just trying to get some fresh air. It's true. Could be. Maybe he seems to have been assigned that role. Hmm. You know, like Chiron in Greek mythology, he guides. He oh, takes yeah. the souls from the surface. It seems like, like. The people pretty much know that he, like, it, they say it's a specter whose job it is to collect souls of suicide victims. Mm-hmm. It is his job. Um, what I wonder is if he tried to do it, if he tried to commit suicide, 
but he was simply too, and it's going to sound bad, but if he was simply too tall and he couldn't find any branches that were kind of low enough for him to, or high enough for him to do that, you know? Oh my God. Um, and so maybe that's why it's his job is because, you know, he knows how it feels. And so he's trying to guide people along the way. I don't know. Hmm. He's got some big ass shoulders. He's got some fucking big ass shoulders, and he's got like sharp, kind of point-like hands, almost like yeah. tentacles. Mm. Very bizarre. I guess he doesn't need to grab things. It's true. Um, yeah. So next we've got Skinned Tom from Wallen, Texas. It says, "Don't woo the wrong lady, like Young Tom did." Did Tom get <laughs> he ended up, up by getting a skin- <laughs> It's true. It might have been a boo hag. I mean, they're skinless. Um, so it says, uh, he ended up getting skinned alive by a beautiful woman's angry husband, actually. Oh, shit. His bloody ghost hangs around Lover's Lane to punish cheaters. Oof. Lover's Lane. Big oof. I feel like we've heard that before. I feel like that's just a common... Well, maybe this popularized the use of the name Lover's Lane, but I feel like... Lover's Lane is such like a, it's like a name that you would hear in a cartoon or like a sitcom, mm-hmm. like Make Out Point. Yeah, he's not getting skinned alive by a beautiful woman's angry husband. Interesting. I, I for one, think Tom did nothing wrong. Yeah, I just want to point out like Tom. It doesn't appear like he's even a cryptid. He's just dead. <laughs> he's she's simply dead and it's he not like hurt. it's saying we don't even know if tom knew that the lady was uh married maybe he didn't know and he just you know stopped by the house and got skinned alive one day like that's kind of fucked up yeah it is. <laughs> be careful out there guys but yeah this this isn't even a cryptid and i'm really pissed like it- i'm pissed too I'm fucking pissed because <laughs> <laughs> on this list today we've had a couple non cryptids like this. Yeah. The thing is, Charlie No Face, he's a nice guy, but it's uh, nice it's straight line. up de- it straight up debunks his cryptid status in the description of this yeah. uh, this thing here. It's fucked up. So moving on, we have the Candy Lady of. Terrell, Texas. Candy left out on the window seal is meant to lure out children so a spectral woman can pull out their teeth, kidnap them, or stab them in the eyes. This story may have been linked to a real person, Clara Crane, who killed her husband by poisoning candy and was was later released from an institution. Hmm. What do you guys think about that? So I, I do think it's a cryptid of some sort. Um, it does say spectral. Yeah. So a spectral. spirit. At least implies some sort of supernatural ability. That's true. And, and um, I'm, I'm fine do... with the spirit. But, uh. I mean, at least at least it's not like fucking skin tone. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I mean, 
It's interesting. She pulls out the teeth, uh, kidnaps them, or stabs them in the eyes. Yeah, what's the um, eyes part? This is a candy-themed cryptid. Yeah, you know, it's natural that, that she goes after the teeth. Why uh, the eyes? I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't know. This one, this one, in my opinion, it just, just seems like a bunch of random shit, kind of. It does. It seems like a bunch of random shit, you know? And it says the story... It it lost a bit of the mystique for me when it said the story may have been linked to a real person who who killed her husband by poisoning candy. Um, It seems to me like Terrell, Texas is trying too hard. They're trying too hard, and in a huge state like Texas, you're bound to have a couple cryptids roaming around, you know? We've already talked about other... Haven't there been other, like, Texas things on here? I, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think so, but I, I really don't know. Maybe no, there's only one thing in Texas. Huh. Okay. Next is the curse on Escalante Petrified Forest and Escalante Utah. Utah, indeed. Anyone who takes petrified wood from the state park befalls bad luck, job loss, sickness, and accidents. Park managers claim they get dozens of packages every year sending back chunks of wood from regretful thieves. Hmm. Now, I want you guys to discuss this while I look up where Escalante, Utah is. So first I want to say, you should be very careful. Hmm. Because I know you're out there riding your bike around the canyons, looking out picking for picking up some wood. I know you're fucking gathering up bundles of sticks. Mm-mm. No, I don't like <laughs> how you use that that same bundle of sticks for me in particular. Wait, whoa, whoa. okay, moving on. <laughs> hey, no, not moving on. I want to keep talking about this cricket. No, for a little no. Bit. I like how it's kind of the forest is the cryptid. Yeah, it's very yeah. unique. And it seems like nothing happens to you if you don't take wood from the forest. It's just like a neutral cryptid that's just trying to live, I guess. What? I've, I've heard of uh, I've heard of instances where people will take stuff from like a cursed site. And then they'll be, they'll have like super bad luck. Like I heard recently from another podcast where this woman had taken some, I don't know, pieces of a building, some, some, some kind of rock from Pompeii. And, uh, throughout their entire life, they had bad luck and they recently, uh, returned all of their stuff back to wherever it was. I don't know where Pompeii is exactly. It's in Rome somewhere. Yeah. Near Rome, the Roman Empire. Yeah. I mean, when I look at this, first of all, Escalante, Utah is very far south, so I don't have to worry about it. It's about four or five hours south. Um, but I think, and I do like the mysteriousness of it, how, you know, you're not really sure why the wood is cursed. Uh, 
Um, it could have been something horrible happened, but there's simply no indication. And it's not like a... It's not... You, you don't think of trees as a big threat or petrified wood. You don't think of wood lying around as a big threat, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I do like that. However, befalls bad luck, job loss, sickness, and accidents. Now, the job loss thing is, is kind of... You know, it's... um. It has to do with, like, economics. Uh, and <laughs> Utah, the people of Utah are very big into business. And so no. I wonder I wonder if people just take the wood and blame their, their bad mistakes and shit on the wood and then send it back. I don't know. It seems a little fishy as well. Send to it me. back like Donald Trump. A self-fulfilling problem. I know, like Michael Scott. It's true. I mean... Over time, you're bound to either get, you're bound to have some bad luck, you know, you're bound to get sick, and those accidents are bound to happen. That's a saying, you know. Um, I do believe in bad luck and karma. I don't know why I have such bad luck. I don't know what I did to deserve this, but uh, I know I didn't take any of this wood, though, so. Maybe it's a generational curse. Mm, Maybe. Maybe my ancestor actually took some of this wood. It's true. They might have taken the wood, and if you look in your closet now, if you got some wood back there, I don't know. It could be from this strange forest here. Mm. Now, this next... I like the sound of this next one already. I I do as well. (laughs) It's Deep Frozen Folks from uh, Montpellier. uh, What is that? Vermont, I suppose? Yeah. Um, frugal Vermonters facing extreme winters have been said to freeze their elderly and thaw them in the spring? Is this more scary or utilitarian or both? What the fuck, man? (laughs) So this isn't a cryptid or a ghost story or anything at all. (laughs) You might have to move to Vermont. Just because, (laughs) well, I mean, obviously you're old, but you're also frugal. What in the world? I mean, this it's is crazy. This is fucking strange. I mean, the thing is, we know we, there's a very famous man from Vermont um, who's very old. His name is Bernie Sanders, and I wonder if that's the oh secret my to God. his. I, I wonder if that's this, it's true. His longevity, maybe because he's been frozen for winters. I mean, those winters add up. You know, three. Yeah. You know, three, four winters. That's a whole year. How so he might be adding years to his life by being deep, you know, by being a deep frozen folk. Someone should call him that. Go at him on Twitter right now and ask him. <laughs> Don't use the Fox of the Clan podcast account to <laughs> add Bernie Sanders. Don't do that. Okay. Are you going to do it? No, and I'm saying we don't do it. I'm saying we can't be doing that because that's that's a big allegation to call a to call such a powerful man a cryptid. Maybe if y'all get an in person interview, it's true. Instead of sixty minutes, we can be like thirty minutes. Yeah, and just have a small segment with him. Maybe we should ask him that in one of his streams that he's been doing on Twitch. Yeah, that would actually be the prime place to ask him. Yeah. 
All right. <clears throat> Moving on to the Bunny Man from Clifton, Virginia. On Halloween many years ago, a bus of transferring asylum inmates crashed with one of the inmates escaping. For years, skinned, half-eaten rabbits were found hanging from the trees near Bunny Bridge. Even after the supposed culprit died, eventually he allegedly attacked humans too, bodies strung up over the bridge. Hmm. Again, this doesn't appear to be a cryptid. Yeah. And also, I was excited because I thought it would be a cryptid judging by the picture because I thought it was going to be a, like a man <laughs> with actual bunny ears. Like it kind of oh, shows. That might be scary. Imagine that might actually being, be scary. Imagine being hunted down in the dark woods by this guy who has giant ears, like flickering his ears around looking for you. It's true. He can yeah. hear your every movement, you know? But yeah, then it seems like we just got some asshole who's crazy and killing people. And just trying to get by, eating bunnies. He's just trying to get by. Eventually he got too obese for the bunnies and he had to move on to humans. Maybe. He says it's a, it was a bus of inmates. Yes. So maybe they have their own society now. The bunny mm. men. The bunny man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. Alright. Next up is Caddy of Cadboro Bay from Cadboro Bay, Washington. While the legendary Bigfoot gets a great deal of attention in this state, you might not have heard of Caddy, short for Cadborosaurus. The local sea monster hanging out in Cadboro Bay. I like that name, Cadborosaurus. Yeah, that's that's kind of awesome. Cadborosaurus? Of Cadborosaurus. Now, I wonder if that's a fake dinosaur name or if it's a real dinosaur name because it's from Cadboro Bay and his name is Caddy. It seems like these guys are kind of cad curious. So, so. It looks from from the depictions of it. It sort of looks like a sea camel. Mm. I'll post the picture. Where are we Caddy. at? Right now? I'm gonna post Caddy this in. Uh, I'll post this in art exhibit of this. Uh... What about the cryptid corner? Yeah, okay. I'll just get to the cryptid corner. Not call the cryptic one, but you know. I like that. Um. Oh wait, this is the cryptic one. This, this Where's is a uh, water-based cryptid. I'm always a fan of water-based cryptids, like big bodies of water. Yeah, and it's an actual cryptid. It looks interesting from the picture. It's got some fur on it, you know. Hmm. I I'm always just inherently terrified of. Like water, like monsters, because I, I don't like I don't like water in general. I don't like not knowing what's beneath me. That's understandable. Could be caddy underneath it. You never know. Could be. Now it seems like although it could be scary, it 
it doesn't appear that way when I'm reading about it and when I'm seeing it here. They, I mean, they give it the name Caddy, right? Which is yeah. a cute name. It's Caddy of Cadborough. And it's just a, the local sea monster hanging out. It's not terrorizing <laughs> people, just kind of hanging out there. So maybe like you have nothing to fear. Mascot. <laughs> the gas station mascot. He doesn't have any, like, carnivorous features that you would expect to see on some a big, like, sea monster. Well, I guess it's not really. Well, yeah. Could be could be feasting on kelp. Yeah, he doesn't like, have to attack humans to be cool. That's true. I think it gains him points. Yeah, you know, friendly cryptids are just as cool, if not cooler, than you know the ones that kill you. Yeah, because <laughs> you can just be like, you want to go check out this cryptid and not fear for your life. You can just like chill with the cryptid, go look at it. Hmm. Yeah, definitely better than the fucking bunny man. Bunny man or man. Bad cryptid, <laughs> not good. <laughs> now we might have something good up next as well. Um, from West Virginia, we've got the white things. <laughs> Very simple <laughs> name here, the white things. It says Mothman might be the more popular mystery, but rural West Virginia is also home to mysterious dog-like creatures the size of a lion, the size of a lion, Damn. with white shaggy fur. Is that fucking Appa? It looks like it has rodent, like a rodent tail. It looks like it has a huge rodent tail with a face that looks like something out of where the wild things are. Holy uh, shit. I just looked up the white things. It's, like, it's got a book about it. Oh, fuck. Really? Now, maybe this is just some sort of promotional attempt. From like some uh, some guy writing a book. Maybe he started up this rumor. And like, yo, I saw some white things over there. <laughs> he wasn't very creative, if that's the case, which was maybe yeah. why he needed help. The white things. It's interesting. I'm gonna look up the white things just to see a couple different pictures of what they look like. Well, the only picture is this guy's book. Uh, oh wait no devil dogs too. I think another name for them is devil dogs that's what yeah, I'm white saying white things white devils or devil dogs or sheep squatch yo sheep squatch I like that name <laughs> that's pretty interesting man and it looks like here in this first picture I don't even know what I'm looking at it's got like a lump for a face, and it's yeah. jacked as shit underneath all that <laughs> fur for it's some reason. The fallout picture. Is that from Fallout? <laughs> I think that's from Fallout. Oh wait, what no, that's the... a real picture. Oh, it's a real <laughs> okay. You can't just say it's a real picture. <laughs> okay, obviously, to... <laughs> obviously, it's been sort of manipulated. <laughs> You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> she squatch confirmed real. Hmm. Either way, if this if this is just some some sort of like promotional well, attempt for this guy's book, 
I still think it's cool. It is cool. Yeah. And it might even be cooler when you hear about its flight capabilities. Yes. It says, the creature appeared suddenly alongside the car and floated in the air, following them a few moments at about 65 miles per hour. Jeez. This... They must have been fucking high. Or maybe this is Alpha from the Avatar. I didn't like this. I didn't like it. I thought I would like it, and then I read the description, and I didn't like it. But now that I'm going into it more... This guy's pretty cool. He was first sighted during the Cherokee times of old. Hmm. Now, what I want to point our attention to is the comments. Uh, as, as recently as this year in the summer, this guy says, I caught a glimpse of one of these things driving through Pocahontas County, West Virginia last year. Oh, shit. A glimpse. Rem- reminded me of a picture I'd seen of a starving polar bear. I'm fairly certain it was just a hallucination as I'd been driving for eight hours at that point, but these guys are supposed to be hallucinations. Makes you wonder why West Virginians have been hallucinating about white animals since before West Virginia even existed. Yo. Now this guy is, I hate using this word, but it's 100% appropriate. This guy is fucking woke, man. He knows his shit and he is reporting it to the people. This guy, I'm giving him an official... Invitation to the Fox and the Clown army. And um, he's one of us now. What's his name? The author of the book? No, his name is Fairfaxians. Is that the author is that the author of the book that said that? No, I think it's just some random dude who commented. Uh <laughs> I see. Well maybe you should get the author. Uh, Kurt McCoy. Maybe that's true. Maybe he might come on. Okay, and there's some crazy fucker beneath him replying to him. And I know we're getting into a rabbit hole, but I just gotta read out this comment. What this guy says, his name is Samara Noah. What he says is, does the area have seismic activity? As a former paranormal researcher, <laughs> it was my job to professionally prove that normal explanations didn't cover it first and foremost. I've never been to the Virginias at all, but if there's seismic activity in the region, perhaps the area or areas produce an infrasound at a megahertz that affects the human mind to create visual hallucinations? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, this guy might be fucking crazy. But what he says is, not sure if the megahertz can be so specific to cause people to see something that specific, like a white animal or whatnot. Though it is thought to cause at least some encounters with shadow people. What I believe the fuck, this guy man? 100%. And there is someone under them saying there is very little seismic activity in the Virginias. How do they fucking know this? I don't know, man. The... The research into sheep squats. It seems like there's a lot of people that are delving into this creature, you know, the history. So, yeah, fucking bizarre, man. This turned out to be a big rabbit hole that we can probably go on for a long time about. But uh, we should probably get moving if we want to finish in a reasonable pace. Okay, let me find this thing again. 
And I just right. want to say right, but I know I just said that, but I just want to say right before we found, I clicked this guy's profile. Um, his current status is that his cat shoot through his power cord on his laptop. Um, and so his computer is deceased and he's an admin on the cryptid wiki. And he's also known as Goku-sama on DeviantArt.com. <laughs> I fucking trust this guy. Yeah, me too. Alright. So. Next we have the the Rhinelander Hodag. <laughs> An ugly, stumpy critter with a spiked tail. The Hodag features in Paul Bunyan stories and reportedly likes to eat bulldogs. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> so it's, it's it's got sort of ties to Paul Bunyan folk tales. Why specifically bulldogs? He just likes to flex. <laughs> it seems really, like, picky, to be honest. Paul Bunyan... Now this thing looks I mean it's aesthetically pleasing It looks like a Almost like a Small dragon From medieval times So I actually found A real picture Of the Hodag Oh We have We have Documentation Of his existence Ladies and gentlemen What the hell It looks like a Bulldog Kind of Kind of what? It, it kind of does. It's got that shape, right? Yeah. I mean, it's got that mm. stout face. It's got those chonky legs. Hmm. And it looks, I mean, it looks like a thing, man. It looks like a picture of a hodag that's killed someone here. Yeah. Wikipedia describes this creature as having the head of a frog, the grinning face of a giant elephant... Thick, short legs set off by huge claws, the back of a dinosaur, and a long tail with spears at the end. Well, if that's the case, I think they got it pretty spot on in both of these images here. According to this photograph that I just posted, the group reported that they needed to use dynamite to kill the beast. Dang. What the fuck? So it's durable as hell. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was... Doing stuff with Paul Bunyan, you know, he's a large man. You gotta that be is. able to yeah. hang out with him. It's true. If such a small creature is to contest with such a large individual, then how you, come you no one talks about Paul some... Bunyan? Huh? How come no one talks about Paul Bunyan? He is he's kind not of a, a cryptic. Yeah. yeah. I guess they don't talk about him because he's a gentle giant. Maybe. All right, the last one, the Palat River ship uh, in Palat River, Wyoming. Through thick mist, usually in February, a ship can be seen sailing the Palat River. Its phantom crew frosted over. On the deck, you'll allegedly see the body of someone you know or yourself. Either way, the person's death will come soon. <laughs> Whoa! That one took a turn. <laughs> so this is actually the 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 only phantom ship on this ship uh, list. 
And uh, you don't really hear about like ghost ships that often in rivers. It's true. And Wyoming, so I had to drive through Wyoming. It's it's um it borders Utah and it's land, it's completely landlocked. So it's interesting. Yeah, this ghost ship is hanging out there. How the fuck? Well, I guess you don't have to Actually, I've got no explanation. To be fair, we have <laughs> heard of sort of underwater passageways that other cryptids use to sort of get around. Oh, you're right. Now, maybe there was something to maybe there's something to do with that. Maybe there's like a some sort of uh, wormhole thing action going on. I mean, there know, could something, be something like the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Maybe the Bermuda Triangle is connected to this. Maybe they sailed into the Bermuda Triangle and wound up in Wyoming. Could be. It's a and shitty place to end up. So they died. You say a shitty place to end up? Yeah, man. Not a great place to end up. <laughs> but anyway, what I think is interesting about this, I actually like, you know, I don't like a lot of these ghost stories, but I do like that um, when you see the body of someone you love or yourself, you know that person's death will come soon. That reminds me of like the ring and kind of those yeah. things where you only have a little bit of time. I, I like that little element that they have. Me too. I agree. I also like how the time is undefined. Mm -hmm. It's just soon. No, it's not like you're going to die in seven days. Yeah. You could die right after you look at yourself, you know? Hmm. Well, that is the last one on the list. Overall, I'm, let's all let's all give our. Uh, I don't know if you heard both episodes prior to this. Yeah, thing. I did. Okay, so let's all give our own review of this list, and uh, I'll start by saying a lot of the states on this list are giant pussies. <laughs> You know, they, they, and a lot of the states on this list are making, they're lying. They're making stuff up just to sort of uh, be on on the in, be in the in crowd of yeah. the cryptid gang. Like, like radioactive hornets, Nebraska? Come on. Come on. That's not what <laughs> yeah. you got to do. <laughs> uh, That's probably the worst cryptid, or my, at least my least favorite entry on this list. Uh, also, there were there were a lot of ghosts on this list, and the ghost ship is cool. But there's only one ghost ship. Every like all other ghosts, just like a ghost is a ghost. Mm. End of story. And there's a lot of that on in like on this list. Yeah, a lot of non-threatening things too or, I'm, I'm fine with them being non-threatening well I mean not just non-threatening but like they don't really do anything yeah that that was a big problem for me so one you hit on the ghosts uh, obviously it can be done right we saw it with the ghost ship um, with some type of strange phenomena that happens that no one knows why However, it can be done poorly, like in the case of the ghost elephants that just have a circus 
at night. Yeah, okay, that's the worst one for me. Come on, right? That's not even, you know, that sounds like almost a good time. Um, yeah. And also, <laughs> what I'm seeing also, some of them, at least early almost. on, we had a couple of murder houses, right? Um, yeah. Haunted houses have no place, in my opinion, on some type of... Uh, you know cryptid list because all you have to do to avoid them is not go near that house you know that's on you right if you get fucked up by that house that's your problem because you've elected to go inside that house yourself also Um, theoretically you could make your own haunted house if you wanted to by the sound of this list all you gotta do is just fuck someone up in a house you gotta just fuck someone up in the house and then you've got a haunted house it's not difficult and it's bound to happen over the centuries um so I don't like that. Um, yeah, I think a lot of my points were kind of shared with you. Um, and the only other thing I would add is that a lot of the entries on this list are simply real serial killers that were killing yeah. people back in the day. And, yeah. you know, although that is a horrifying thing, that's that's you know it's just that's the thing that happened that's not necessarily a scary thing that could fuck you up you know today or that's any real interesting supernatural threat i agree yeah one thing i did like well it's kind of hit or miss i like sort of cryptids that are just locations and they have some sort of special property I guess like the ghost ship I guess the ghost ship is kind of like a good fusion of a couple different types I like but like the devil's chair I like mm-hmm. I like stuff the like devil's that. chair is one of the better ones for me yeah and but there's some like the gateway to hell is kind of played out but I know there's like there could be like multiple gateways to hell but it's not something i get hyped for yeah you know um yoshi i just remembered this we actually have a sort of haunted location around our area yeah in beaufort beaufort what is it i think it's beaufort the cemetery you know what i'm talking cemetery. about cemetery mm-hmm where the fuck am I talking about? I thought it was in Beaufort somewhere. We have a graveyard there. Uh, it's nearby. Hang on. You guys can keep discussing. Okay, I know in Beaufort they have some old historical shit going down. They've got some uh, like um, places you can visit where people are still dressed up like olden times, doing olden time shit. Mm. Um, but I didn't know that they have that uh that cemetery that spooky haunted haunted cemetery (laughs) Uh, but yeah i really liked some of the i think some of the cryptids on this list i like that they tried to take a lot of the lesser known ones from certain states um i mean in nc we had one that was lesser known that resulted in you coming on the podcast Uh, and the white things were lesser known yeah, I mean, they straight up said Mothman might be more popular. However, this one, you know, it's interesting oh. to bring up. And um, the same thing with Bigfoot in Washington. They 
they elected to choose the caddy or caddy of Cadborough Bay. Yeah. So overall, this list, uh, it had some bangers. It for sure had interesting stuff. Yeah. If I had, well, my favorite cryptid, I suppose I should say my favorite one on this list, not counting the Beast of Bladenboro, of course. Maybe uh, I think I gotta go with sheep squatch, honestly. The white things? That's a good that's yeah. a good one. That's a really good one. I like um, the ongoing research into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. By yeah. By uh uh the cryptid wiki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I really liked honestly. It's a tough call for me, but I like the the mini washitu uh, um, from Missouri, the Missouri River, I should say, in uh, North Dakota. I like it because I, I don't know, just looking at this thing, this little bison-like monster, um, and if it's the mini washitu, and it's a bison-like monster, I just it it opens up a lot of doors to possibilities for me. That is true. What is there a standard Washitu and a mega Washitu? It's true. The medium and mega could could add some kind of uh, variation to these sightings. Now, are so, you still are you still researching? I am, but I've sort of given up. Although okay. I did find it. It's actually, uh, where is this at? It's, uh, uh, do you know where the old burying ground is? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, it's in Beaufort and apparently it's haunted. And I know that they have like, they'll do like tours talking about ghosts there sometimes, like every year. On Halloween. Hmm. I actually went once. And that's okay, why I wow. That. Uh, but my favorite cryptid on this list uh Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where the fuck is it? I can't remember. Oh, it's the Dark Watchers. The featureless dark silhouettes. With brimmed hats or walking sticks uh, in the woods. Now, I want to say I really like these guys because they sort of remind me of the Dementors from Harry Potter. In a way. In a way. Have you ever seen the show Fringe? No. So, in the show Fringe, they've got these bald men with hats. I think they're called Observers. Um... And they simply watch what's going on, and they're at like all major events. And they also have, uh, it's later revealed, they have the power to jump between different um, like universes to like parallel universes. And so they're mm. kind of like the keep the timeless keepers of um, 
the events that are going on in all the different universes. Well, that's pretty cool. So they remind me of these guys. Yeah. The craziest thing is the Dark Watchers is if I had to pick a second one, I think it would be the Dark Watchers. Just because you can't acknowledge them or address them. Maybe it's some sort of thing like Yoshi, you were saying they were could be like chroniclers. Maybe they're not supposed to interact. Mm. And if they have some effect on the world around them, then they have to, you know, get rid of it. That's a good point. But that raises the question, how did people even find out about them if you can't, you know, if they, you can't acknowledge them? So some people must have gotten fucked up in the process. And, and this legend, yeah. I mean, who knows? Even, maybe even us talking about it. Maybe they're the ones that were interfering previously. Oh, we don't know. Could be well, true. Well, the description just says they should not be addressed or acknowledged. They, didn't, they don't say what happens if you do. It's true. Maybe they don't know. No one has lived to tell the tale. They could just start sprinting at you. Oh, God. Get away, run away. So, um, that was good. Rounding off the list. I think it was a good list. However, it's not the end of the cryptid discussion this week. It's a long podcast, but there's something I really thought I had to get off my chest this week. Um, okay. And it's an email I got from an organization at my school, the Utah CPDC Photo Fest. Um, now, I don't know what CPDC is, but they're awarding prizes for the best photo, the funniest photo, most artistic photo, most inspiring photo, and best Halloween photo. But I noticed this small text at the bottom of the email that caught my attention. And it says, additional prize, and actually I'm going to post, I'm going to give you guys this picture so you can see it, but I'll read it out loud for the listeners. Um, what it says is, additional prizes will be awarded for photographic evidence of Bigfoot, ghosts, extraterrestrials, the Loch Ness Monster, the Bear Lake Monster, Champ, the Rhinelander Hodag, which we learned about today that I didn't oh know God, about, right. the Mothman, the Dogman, the New Jersey Devil, the Pacific Northwest Tree Octopus, what? Elvis or Tupac, which Elvis <laughs> and Tupac is, I mean, I guess that could be true, but still. They've ascended to cryptid status. Tupac could be a bit of a cryptid himself now. If I saw an octopus in a tree, I'd probably shit myself. <laughs> yeah, you look up, you see an octopus. Yeah, it's like, you know how they're like, snakes that hang from trees yeah mm -hmm. imagine all like the tentacles hanging from the tree that'd be crazy no, fuck that i'm curious because the guy who sent this email must have been well versed in cryptid um knowledge Ed? yeah who is champ we don't know we don't know who champ <laughs> is actually that's the only one I'm up. really not sure about. Champ folklore. Let's take a look at this. 
he appears to be a seafaring creature. Cryptic. Uh, over the years, there have been over 300 reporting sightings of the champ. French cartographer Samuel D. Chap Champlain, the founder of Quebec and the lake's namesake, is often claimed to be the first European to have sighted champ in 1609. Mm. Mm. So, it, so it was the lake monster. Interesting. They did include a few lake monsters. It could be hard to tell, you know. It could be hard to distinguish which one is which unless you get super close. Mm -hmm. And Maybe, that just yeah. doesn't happen in the in this field, I suppose. No. Well, I, I, I would imagine that you wouldn't want to get that close to a, a lake monster, especially not me. Yeah. Um, I will say I I know of Bear Lake and I was thinking of traveling there and I know a friend who has a small kind of living area near Bear Lake. Um, so I can ask him maybe sometime in the future about the Bear Lake monster and see if he has any developments. Could be. No. I, I was gonna talk about this thing that happened recently with a new Mothman sighting at an airport. Uh -huh. But uh, it appears to have been covered up because I cannot find it anywhere. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's part of the allure of this field is the fact that, you know, you're constantly trying to be silenced. Oh, I yeah, think I like found my Discord. I yeah. think I found it. October twenty fourth, twenty twenty. The Mothman. Yeah. Holy shit! How did so. you find it so quick? Did you use uh, DuckDuckGo? No. Oh wait, no. This isn't a sighting. It's just an article that was written like four days ago about it. I think. Let's hmm. see. Yeah. It, the way I'm okay. Yes. Now, just this year, there was another sighting at the airport. Late, late September, a United States Postal Service worker who works at the airport reports seeing the creature as she was leaving work one night. Initially, she thought it was a very tall person with a long coat. However, as she went to unlock her car, the, headla the headlights came on, illuminating the figure. Yes, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Wow, so the cryptids are still out here despite um, everything that's happening in the country. The cryptids are still going to do that. Not wearing thing. masks. I mean, probably not, but... But who knows you know. if they can even catch COVID? Exactly. Very good. Now, yeah. Okay. Well, do we have anything else to discuss? Uh... For this episode, I'm going to give that list 6 out of 10. Yeah, I reckon it's about the same for me, too. I'm going to go just a little bit above, go 7 out of 10, because I learned a few new cryptids, and we're getting to the point where it's getting more and more difficult to learn about new ones, you know? That's true. 
You know, I gotta give an extra two points just for the beast. It's true. <laughs> you gotta rip. Yeah. Okay, well, with that said, uh, thanks for listening to another episode, everyone. This is the end of Cryptober. And, uh, I believe we have something planned for next week or next month as well. Don't, uh, do we, Yoshi? So we're planning a bi-monthly uh, direct to the listeners, um, and we don't know <laughs> we don't know if this is really going to be a thing. We have to gauge our listener uh, approval. So we're asking before we do a no nut November podcast oh. series um, chronicling Don V and the well, I'll just say the hosts of the Fox and Clown podcast um, <laughs> okay. journey through. No, not November. So how... It would be two updates, right? It would be bi-weekly, yeah. Oh, bi-weekly. Okay, yeah. Or, or yeah. bi-monthly, I should say. It would be a bi-monthly. No, bi-weekly would be too much. <laughs> or just for November. Just for November. Okay, I see. So you heard it. We get two episodes in November, folks. That's two, that's two episodes. Uh, you're going to want to keep your ears sort of perked. You're going to want to bend your ear to hear these shits, man. <laughs> hear these shits? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I hope right. okay. you two have a very successful... No, not November. We'll try I look forward to the episodes. I don't know if I can make it, because I actually recently ordered this uh 25-inch long uh Fantasia booty. What the fuck is that, dude? You, you can't be actually, ordering that type of you... shit. What the hell? Oh, uh, he he told me about this. Or at least I I've seen I've seen the booty. Okay, we've got to close this out. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll catch you in maybe 2 weeks.